0: If the games work, if the mm-hmm. games you play work, you could give it a go. It's if, if it if TP says like gold or a buff, it's like seamless. It, it feels like the same on Windows. I ran Linux for like eight months or something last year, full time. But then a game came out with ECNC cheat that we, I wanted to play.
1: It, right. And, and that's the thing that's probably going to be an issue because there's a whole bunch of simple things that I want to use that's just not going to work. Like I'm pretty, I, I want to use Scrivener for writing and stuff. I don't think Scrivener works on Linux because it primarily works on Apple. So like they even had to do some modding to be able to make sure that that worked on Windows. And
2: Yeah, but Apple, Apple underneath it all is a Linux kernel. So
1: I, I mean, heavily know modified, this shit. but... That's I, know, it's I a said thing I don't Unix. know enough.
2: You don't need to know this part of the point, but since we're here, we can correct that. So.
0: Technically, Apple is built on BSD, but they're both Unix.
1: Damn. No, let's talk about wizards that fry computers instead, please.
2: Fine. It's only my favorite superpower. Exactly.
1: So. All right. All right. Harry's friends, TV tropes of Harry's friends. What are we going to start with? The full fellowship. The fellowship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is what in this full fellowship? <laughs> right. So uh, they decided that Sam is Harry because he never gives up in something, something or other. I don't know if I fully agree with that, honestly. But some things that do make sense of like Thomas is Legolas, obviously. Mouse is Gimli because he's the shortest. Okay. A heaviest, probably.
2: I mean, yeah. the Look, I get it. Legolas is an elf, but to like bottle him up down into his prettiness, just saying, <laughs> like, that was not what Legolas brought to the table nine times out of ten. You know, it just, it was a something he also had, but fine. Uh, who else would he be, you know?
1: So. Yeah, that's a bigger thing. Like also He's also the
2: most agile Thomas so Legolas.
1: He does use sure. his gun regularly. I'm just saying but...
2: Legolas is way more effective than Thomas. Like I that's giving Thomas a lot of credit, I think. So
1: But can you imagine the banter between Thomas and Mouse the way Legolas and Gimli are?
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, I can't, but
1: <laughs> I think Mouse can hold his own. All right. So they put Sonya as Aragorn, and I don't disagree, but I kind of feel like I want to think through that a little bit more.
2: Like, yeah, I mean, because it's like, it's because he's the knight, right? And and whatever, but like, but it it so undersells the complexity of Aragorn as part of the problem. But again, who else would you pick? You know, like, I mean... Sonya could almost be Faramir, but he's not a member of the Fellowship, you know, like if you wanted to expand it out to the Lord of the Rings, because Aragorn isn't a knight, kids, sorry, you know, at no point, like only very very briefly at the end, especially if we're going by the movies, does Aragorn kind of get into the knightness and that's just because he's embracing the idea that he's the king and needs to lead from the front. OK, yeah. the best parts of Aragorn, in my opinion, are like what he does at the was it the Prancing Pony, like the mm-hmm. the very, very first time you meet him. He fucking dupes a bunch of race and and he basically bluffs his way through half a Middle Earth with a broken sword. OK, like this is book Aragorn. I'm switching over just a little bit, but like he straight up doesn't have a sword he's carrying the pieces of a broken sword through middle earth. And that's, that's basically what he's got going on in the movies. They give him a sword. Cause like, how does that work? But I'm yeah. pretty sure in the books, he didn't have it. Like he didn't have a backup or anything like that. That's part of why on Weathertop he fights him with a fucking torch. <laughs> like, I think he uses a torch in the broken pieces. Now it's been like 10 years. So like, don't, don't quote me for, you know, okay. getting every little detail. Right. But, uh, but like Aragorn is crafty, he's absolutely a ranger, and I mean, you know. But so- yeah. and Sonia is clever, right? He, you know, the Kevlar helps, right? Like he's he's not just you know an idiot either. But I don't know, I it's not. It's Sonya not a Venn diagram. Is crafty?
1: He's happy to use the equipment that he has around him, similar to Aragorn as a ranger of like we're gonna use the plants and King's foil something or other. Like he, sure. He'll know. He'll use the equipment that he has available. Mm-hmm. But he also does do long uh, traveling things, like when talking and changes of like, how bad is the bush? Is like, oh, it worse than this place? Better than that place? And he got it ah. because, mm. like, that's kind of rangery. That's
2: that's a really good argument. That's a really good point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: It's also like who fits up the best, right? It's not like you can't, it can't always be like, it can't be like Justin said, a perfect Venn diagram. Like this, right. it's just whoever fits the most.
1: So the argument <laughs> well, more
0: becomes who would be the alternative.
1: Right. Because they put Leah at yeah. Gandalf, which right. the, an ancient, powerful, magical being who may look human, but isn't. Okay, technically true, but the <laughs> vibe of either one yeah. of them is completely wrong. Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, not to mention the fact that like Gandalf is very much, uh, you know, uh, you know, hands off type of wizard, right? Like most of his tricks are either, you know, literally just tricks or, you know, he uses a subtle kind of magic to amplify something that is there. Leah's like, I'm as happy as a guy with two knives. I got to tell you, this is pretty great. Like she's like, can we murder now?
1: Yeah, so. when they present uh, a temple virgin, it's like, "Ooh, would I please be able to kill the virgin, please?" That's so polite. No one ever does that anymore. Right? Yeah. She's, she's not. She's not. Whatever. But who else would she be? I mean, there's no one else. Right.
2: Fair. I mean, yeah. you know, Saruman wasn't part of the fellowship, so. True, you know. <laughs> but a yeah. but a good good suggestion.
1: Yeah, that one would be good for. Her.
2: So um, here here it does Murphy as Aragorn, which I feel probably fits less good, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because we've actually been discussing the ones that are from the book and not necessarily the crazy to- TV tropes thing. And they put Martin as Boromir, which is probably just because, because right. who else are you going to do? And then, of course, he betrays. Okay. Right. So they put Susan as Frodo because she is bearing the burden of the, Child and the vampire. I don't fucking get it. Mm. And because she's the one that Harry's go running around to try to save, but wouldn't that put Maggie? Because Sam and Frodo. I do kind of like Pippin for Molly because Pippin gets into a lot of trouble, and so does Molly.
2: Yeah. Well, and you know, Pippin's the pretty one, as I tell the wife. So it was pretty funny because, like, that's how it's always been in my head. And then she's like, wait, which which one's the pretty one? Which one's which? And I was like, Pippin's the pretty one. Come on. It's just, it's just what it is. So
1: I've never tried to compare no? it as to which one is okay. prettier.
2: I I mean part part of the joke is that it's it's like uh it's like another reference you wouldn't get. So, you know, so for anybody else who actually likes movies, so in Serenity, you've got like Fanny and Dingo or whatever, but like they're twins. Right. And so like, well, Fanny's the pretty one, but like, what, what, you know, so Mary and Pippin, they're not twins, but you know, if you call one the pretty one, you'll start a fight every time. So it's good enough. Yeah. And P Pippin pretty. It's right there. Just, yeah. So. Yeah. I mean the, and the other thing too is like, are they still the Fellowship on into like you know the two towers and whatnot when they all get separated? Because then like do you go too far? Because like I guess that's that's a good limitation too. Should we limit it to like the Fellowship of the Ring where they per- were properly the Fellowship and not worry about who's knighted with who, in which king, and you know like. Because the the hobbits get knighted by various kings and stuff like that. So
1: right. So the fellowship is a, a, a an order unto its own, and they are still the fellowship even when they split up. In right. my opinion.
2: Well, I mean Aragorn too, right? So you mm-hmm. know he says something like, "As long as we're true to each other,"
1: you know. But. but yeah. Sure, something like, but like, like just yeah, they split up, but they're still all considered one cohesive unit of the fellowship, missing Boromir. Right. It is interesting. He's the only one who really died.
2: I feel like, I like mean, Gandalf the, the,
1: died. D- that so. doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, it
2: does. He look. He didn't pass through fire and shadow to bandy crooked. He words ascended. With a That's worm. not quite
1: the same thing. But he, he did die. He passed
2: out of time and life. I'm pretty sure is the exact line. So,
1: but we did not lose <laughs> him permanently. We we well, lost Boromir as as a
2: fan of science fiction fantasy and horror there are very few people that <laughs> like heroes don't tend to die die you know so uh, it depends but yeah
1: so uh, there's a got small that argument it's a ahead. small argument of uh who is gollum gollum isn't part of the fellowship but who is gollum
2: <laughs> right but he kind of was you know so isn't gollum I mean, Bob? He,
1: No, because he's not necessarily part of the fellowship, but he's there all the time and he certainly does want a lot of things like boobs. All right.
2: All right. (laughs) I could definitely see him having a my precious moment in a dark cave somewhere. So,
1: yeah. And then the sunlight is coming up and he has to hide in the gun and the, the skull or something. So, you're trying to kill me?
2: Yeah, right. He would know the secret paths and try to feed you to a spider. So, oh, wait.
1: Right. Now the, the argument that Murphy is Aragorn she has a magical sword but doesn't feel ready to use it eh the, the sense of right and good must do things except
2: she is kind it, of pushed into the righteous role by literally a higher power so
1: yeah there's just the, the functionality of her being a cop and him being a ranger It, it the little bit of the vibe seems wrong but it's not the worst fit. Okay, then they move on to Justice League, which I know so little about that I really can't comment on it. Murphy is practically confirmed as Batman. Okay. I wouldn't Harry be Batman and Murphy be Gordon? <sighs> Shit.
2: You're gonna make me actually think about this, aren't you? Like,
1: I only no. know what I remember in the Dark Knight. Okay, so I just didn't.
2: Okay, the her, her is Gordon thing I could almost see because she literally lights the bat signal, right, or whatever. But, but we're also talking Justice League, not necessarily just DC in general, right? So, like, let's if we assume that each of the Scoobies and stuff have to be a proper hero, just like you know. The Fellowship wasn't like, well, there's there's Aragorn Squire, you know, so he's here because he's holding the sword or whatever. Like, you know, give him an actual role. Who would Murphy be? Uh, God, I'm not in the headspace for this. Like. Harry is Superman ish, but like. He gets his butt kicked a little too much and he's a little not Michael invincible. Is superman
1: I mean Michael gets his butt kicked, but Michael's yeah. just he's the super I mean
2: yeah, you could see small favor as the as you know, Superman versus
1: Doomsday, you know, the death yeah, of Superman it, comics. And then but, as he's running around with skin game and a giant jumbo jet he doesn't use. It it, it just Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, I mean it's truth, justice in the American way. That's that's definitely Michael. Um
1: Yeah. I mean Harry being, hmm. you know, the powerful one of the series, I I do get wanting to put him as Superman, but he's got so much better as Batman. Still ish, like because doing
0: is it only doing DC here? Justice yeah, it's
1: yeah, Justice, it Justice
2: League, great, yeah. Justice League. So I mean, I, I I personally feel like the Dresden Files fit better in a Marvel thing. Like I actually ported him over for I forget what the name of the game was, but Marvel. It was either Marvel superheroes or some more appropriate name, but. Um, you know did him as a, a wizard like the magical background and whatever but um like so i'd be i'd be tempted to put harry as one of the more techno geeks just because just just because he's got the gadgets and abilities and stuff right not necessarily because obviously he's good with computers or anything cuz they'll blow up but like you know like he's almost got the humor of flash and gets his ass beat plenty um, but he's not fast enough, even though, you know, he's one of the two or three that actually run, um, you know, like something like that, like, you know, no, doing cyborg would be too much credit, you know, like cyborg I, I is could like, see really Green lantern. Okay, okay, obviously. Yeah. That's, that's a great, yeah. So, because will is a superpower. I feel like I even had that somewhere before, but for some reason, yeah. Green Lantern wasn't coming to mind. You know, so.
0: especially I think if we go by New Justice League, I don't think personality-wise he's so much as uh, what's his name, the new uh, Green Lantern, but Hal Jordan, the, the older uh, one, his personality and and dressing they kind of overlap pretty well.
2: Gotcha. Okay. This says Butters is the Flash. I guess I could deal with that.
1: So, do you agree with? mortimer lindquist as aquaman
2: no but probably just because i can't get past the like power difference like yeah like you know they're like you know he's he's just as powerful as superman in his area of expertise and it's like i mean once we get to ghost story i guess but you know like
1: the aquaman and aqua well, that's the
2: part that I'm I'm having trouble with is like the, the powers are not even remotely similar in my opinion, but I guess like his personality and story type are kind of there, you know, like Aquaman running from his, you know, rightful inheritance and, you know, so he's running from his powers kind of like Mort does, um you know, and then kind of gets forced back into it and is a total badass, I guess, you know, I can kind of see that, but I feel like it's tenuous. So, you know, Um, I'm still not sure who I'd put as Murphy, though, because part of the problem is like, in so like, like in in Marvel, right, as often as not like a lot of the people that you run into, like, I'm just trying to think, I mean, you have, you have a couple of people that are like, literally gods, right? Like Thor, but then you've got like, you know, the mutants are people but they mutated and have got some crazy ass power and then you've got you know like Iron Man right and then contrast it with DC and DC almost all of them become gods in their own right right like Flash was just a dude but like it gets to the point where like the literal speed force which is a new force in the universe like embodies him and he becomes like he's so fast he can travel through time and just do ridiculously things right so it's like he's not he's not just a dude who got mutated or whatever anymore, right? Like, that's kind of how his story starts out, maybe. But, like, it evolves from there. You know, like, if if anything, like, anybody who's, like, like mortal-ish is still the Green Lanterns, but even still, as long as their ring is charged up and, you know, they're paying attention, like, unless they're fighting other galactic-level threats, like, you know, the ring basically makes them, you know, a quasi-deity. Superman basically is... You know, so, like, you've got Batman, he's just a dude, but Batman's the only guy who's been shown in canon to be ready to fight any of the others because he's such a thorough planner. And so, like, that's where I have a tough time, like, bestowing that mantle on somebody. Like, Kincaid is Batman, like, if you want to go like that, right? Kincaid is absolutely ready to kill anybody (laughs) in the Dresdenverse and has killed several of them on screen. (laughs) So, you know, like... Like that, that's he's the kind of thing. that's definitely
0: planned, right? And he's like, he's just like, he knew how, exactly how he would take on Harry. He's like, as soon as he meets <laughs> someone, he's like, oh, "This is how I take you out." <laughs>
2: right. Be polite, be professional, and have a plan to kill everybody in the room. And that's that's. King he probably King, has you know? a plan <laughs> for Ivy, even. Ugh. I don't need that. Well, he probably too. thought of it
1: obsessively in order to counteract it. It's like, how right. would I kill her? Let's make sure that is impossible.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, I could see that for sure. You know, but, but yeah, so that's the sort of thing. And then like Murphy, you know, like Murphy is good at Kung Fu ish. I mean, I'm just saying that in a blanket American turn, not like the actual sport because it's a keto. Right. But, Mm -hmm. um, Murphy's like Murphy's like one of the Robins. I'm sorry, but that's what she's going to be. She's going to be like,
1: Oh sure. Yeah. I, and He's, I don't wasn't even his think he he was a gymnast.
2: Right, but that's that's kind of what I'm saying like, you know, like, you know, they, none of them had particular powers until like maybe way later or something like I mean not even like Nightwing, right? I'm talking like maybe Dick Grayson Ooh. in the early years, or you know Batman's kid. I am so depth in this conversation. I yeah. <laughs> it's I, I, funny too because like if if an actual nerd showed up, I'd be in trouble. But I can at least talk a good game. So
0: Damian <laughs> Wayne, I've only seen him in the newer cartoon movies, right. but he, I actually think he's a rather delightful Robin character. Like it's very different, and I get like I like the dynamic that it's actually his son. Right, but when when you think about it, when you boil it down, like with the Batman, and this like kind of how more dark and greedy it is, and then he just takes his adoptive children out to hunt the criminals all the time, it's a little weird. It's a little fucked up.
1: (laughs) Right. All right. Moving on to something I really, really, really don't understand is Harry and Murphy are the new Merlin and Arthur. Why? Which For what purpose? Just kidding.
2: Like, Except that they have sex as well. Well, thanks for clarifying that. That's yeah. the first Who line. says Merlin what? and
1: Arthur didn't? Who says Harry and Murphy will? Like, what is going on here? There are, I think, four different arguments here.
2: Um, uh, well, what's going on is we're still reading TV tropes. So we I forgot mean, for a moment who that it was says Harry and Murphy will.
0: Well, we got that one.
2: Yeah, sort of. so Or yeah, whatever Jost. <laughs> like,
1: Harry is Merlin because he's wizard, <laughs> wizard, 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 demon reaches Avalon. Okay, sort of. What? Then isn't Avalon Carther. like Avalon like, Isles. Well, no, but no. For,
2: notwithstanding the actual ge- geographic location, Avalon is supposed to be like the pinnacle of good country, right? Like, what part of the haunted demon wastes of Demon Reach is, oh man, I can't wait to build Camelot there? Isn't that exciting?
1: Avalon like, isn't Camelot, Avalon is where the Wizards went. It's where the wizards went. It's where it's All where right. magic comes from. I don't remember how it was described in my. Oh god, lists, but that's even Avalon, more was, Avalon was magic. Camelot was utopia.
2: Ah, okay, and that's where I'm getting my yeah, wires yeah, crossed like, a little bit, but
3: but like I, Demon I'm Reach should not be again.
2: the like Demon Reach is a well, but not for the reasons everybody thought it was right in universe. So like again, maybe this took place somewhere else, but it's at least up through Cold Days. But like. No, that's horrifying. You don't want Demon Reach to be the fountain of magic. Like, that's the opposite of good things. Right,
1: but, so. but it's an island that it is hard to get to, hard to stay on. And Avalon was like, because magic, it, like it took magic to get there. It wasn't easy to find, I think. All I can really remember is from watching the Mists of Avalon show thing from like a, more than a decade ago.
2: The show thing.
1: Yeah, because I think it was a mini series, I think. But I can't really remember, honestly. But when the magic was leaving at the end of the story, they couldn't get back to Avalon. And she tried to do the mist lift up thing, and it wouldn't work. That's all I can mm. really remember. Right. And Murphy is Arthur fucking why? Because she had a sword once? <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, right. Doing I mean, what? Yeah, Murphy, Murphy's definitely not like pure enough for it, I guess, is the only turn of phrase that comes to mind. Like, I mean, and that's just notwithstanding even going into, like, compare, you know, Full Moon versus um, Blood Rites, right? Where we see, you know, literally the Valkyrie Avenging Angel versus the Tarnished Valkyrie Avenging Angel, but, you know, she just, like, isn't pulling the sword from the stone, Like, I I just don't imagine. And I think that's part of what happens in in Cold Days or Skin Game, right? You know, it's just, like, she wasn't good enough, you know? Like, and I don't mean, like, she couldn't have beat him. She obviously beat him. She just wasn't pure enough. Judgmental. You know, to,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, And then they put Molly as Nim away because Merlin was her teacher and she has a thing for him. (laughs) Uh, which i'm
2: not sure like which of the mythology we're looking at now so yeah
1: i'm and then they put ramirez as galahad because virgin need i say more well they call him galahad in turncoat no white knight white knight right um but is that the only defining feature of galahad
2: i mean it's it's like the first thing everybody thinks about galahad so
1: okay and then there's whatever margaret lafay was doing and the connections of her name, I guess, and that uh, Arthur has other siblings like that or Morgana, I guess, or whatever. And so it's like one of them's half-sister Elaine. This is really confusing. And but what's the purpose of this? What is the point <laughs> of any of this little dialogue of casting people as the Arthurian look, legends? Look
2: why why were you okay when we did it for Lord of the Rings and then for DC, because, of all things, and now you've got a problem. Now Well, the DC, doing...
1: I was confused because, like, I don't know half these people, but I know a little bit more about this. It's like, you guys are wrong.
2: So Cyborg, he is very difficult to understand. He's part man, part machine. <laughs> and you've got Batman, which hopefully you're familiar with. No. Also uh, I part mean, man, honestly,
0: part
2: machine. The, the Arthur stuff may, like, be somewhat useful, right? Like, I mean... Butcher is like yes. a comic book nerd right So like it's I, it may be important To see some of those influences like on the Writing anyway but like if anything You know like there have Been hints Or at least certainly fan theory For ever that You know Harry is some way involved In in the Arthurian know legend and i mean part of that might be because merlin was like a flesh and blood dude right and we're still not entirely sure what happened to him and a bunch of people who put their brains on the desk when they start fan crafting uh, you know theory crafting is that you know merlin is the guy in the crystal no matter how many times that's been you know dismissed by jim um so like the the arthur stuff might kind of come into it but i feel like I feel like this is like brain desk moment because it's like, why? Yeah, why is Murphy Arthur like remotely? Right. Understanding
1: know, like, how the Arthurian stuff is connecting to Justin Files, I do think has worth for this Justin Files scholarship and thing that we do. But they are not the same people uh-huh. unless they are, which is significant. But Murphy is not Arthur.
2: Right. No, for sure.
1: <sighs> okay, scrolling. Uh, Murphy's being assigned to special investigations is Dresden's fault because restoration of faith got her in a bad spot because of faith asked her case and the troll or something. So she gets bunted over to SI, I guess. I always kind yeah. of thought of it more of like uh, inherited mantle from her father, as well as she probably mouthed off to the wrong person.
0: Okay.
2: I think it's partly true. Yeah, in, in summary, sure and who cares no i'm just kidding but like so so sure in the sense that yes because she ran across dresden but she had to fill out her report truthfully and her dad was the dude in charge of si before they called it si she fucking knows what's involved we- here so she she probably was like finally finally i get to put in my report something that's going to get me assigned to si like that's probably how that went because like she knows. She She's already got to know a little bit, you know? Like, her mom knew the stories. I can't imagine she didn't have any inkling. You
1: she know. might have heard some things, but I got the impression that her dad never never discussed any of the shit that he had, or was was dealing with, whether with his wife or his family, or especially not his daughter. She was, what, 11 at the time that he killed himself? Yeah, but, but there, I mean... There is, a, like, an inherited legacy especially it seems like in cop families that she might have gotten. And so being put into the same division is good. Is when she's describing of like, do you remember all those black cat files like of my dad and other people? Or like, she is very connected to it. And that might've left like a mark on her of like, you're gonna screw up and you're gonna get pointed over to the same place what your father was. And she probably did speak a little bit too truthfully until she learned that she needed not to, to be able to get things actually taken care of.
2: Right. Well, I mean, I got to imagine as soon as she got into SI, she started digging through some of those files, you know, and seeing what they're actually up to, you know, and that sort of thing and why everybody's here. Why does this division exist, et cetera. But, you know, like, I don't know. I, kids know, man, like, you know, I, I'd be surprised to like, unless you're, unless you're just completely locking yourself in the basement, which alone is a tell, right. You know, like I couldn't imagine, you know, like a long term hiding that from my own wife, let alone my six year old, let alone an 11 year old, you know, like right. they're, they're going to figure something out. Right. At yeah. some point, she caught him with the, with the uh, baseball bat with the nails in it. It's like, Dad, and you're like, don't worry about it. We're just you what know. are you doing with the holy water
1: and the salt? <laughs> <Yeah.
2: clears throat> right.
1: Normal, you know, like, normal
0: police business, you know, yeah. it's-
1: well, then there's also her connection to people like Rollins, who right. was saved by Jack Murphy with the salt and the shotgun and things right. like And he might have told stories, especially once he got bunted over to SI.
3: Right.
1: But granted, that was after she was over there. But she might have yeah. known things, especially after the troll. I I just don't think it's... You can't say that Wonder- it's Dresden's fault when there's other And you're going to so sit there...
2: Yeah. And you're going to sit there and tell me that like she's a rookie on the force. Right. And that people didn't talk in the locker room even so much as like just just like picking on the rookie like, oh, you know, watch out for the vampires if you get the night shift or whatever. And then just kind of joking it off, let alone the fact that like some some veteran asshole knows that she's Jack's kid you know, and probably took it too far. Like, I just, I don't see her going in completely blind is what I'm saying. And so like, yeah, I mean, Dresden was there and whatever, but at the same time, Murphy made her own choices as well. And she probably knew anyway. She was probably going to wind up there anyway at some point. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: I don't remember the short story that well, but isn't Murphy's reaction kind of like surprised, but not that she's like, kind of like, she handles it pretty well. Like she knew something like this existed. Because well, of her dad, right? Like that's it,
1: it has been quite a long time since I've read it, but like as surprised as she was, she didn't let that uh get her frozen. Like she's like, this is a monster, it needs killing, whether or not it is new or old or wherever it came from, she just like hit the ground running of having to deal with it. And that's kind of more important than than whether she cared about where it came from. Right. Yeah. okay uh next is mr is actually a magical beast of tremendous power i think we all just want this to be true because we realize he's a 20 year old cat and we don't want him to die
3: <laughs> yeah
0: i mean
2: i'm pretty Jim sure though the watch, answer
0: but...
2: yeah I mean, but the answer is no right like if if anything if anything. Mister's main connection right here is that he might be the progenitor of Rowell's race, right? Like, you know, that's a pretty heavy theory, but yeah, I don't know. Uh,
3: yeah,
2: honestly, oh, yeah. it. I somehow I'm a, I'm just gonna put this out there. I don't think that this is legitimate or anything, but I'm gonna stir the pot a little bit. Harry doesn't realize it, but he's actually on his third Mister. I think that would be the <laughs> funny thing. So, like. <laughs>
1: Yeah. People like, wouldn't like what
2: that. other giant, like monstrous cat, comes comes back to Dresden's house? You know, like. I
1: think maybe in some way he could throw in the detail of the the cat that attaches itself to a magic user might have increased longevity because of it, like by proximity. Some other because sure. cats can see ghosts, and so why not get any other benefits that like mouse cheats? I think a cat can figure it out. I don't really know what I'm saying,
2: but maybe maybe he's been eating the brownies and you know that's oh, giving yeah.
1: him long life. So very dust. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know those times when he really goes out after the catnip. Right, um, right. But because there are multiple times when we see Harry using his sight in his apartment, and Mister is just a plain old cat, which could only mean that all cats are special. Or he's just a plain old cat. Okay. That's getting to twenty. Or so
0: powerful that he can hide his true self in, yeah. th- which we have not seen site. anyone be able to do.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, even the angels don't hide from the site. they just shut it down. So, yeah, man, M- Mister nope. would be scary powerful. Yeah.
0: It's the White God, Mister the White God.
2: Oh, well, thank you for making this supernatural and weird. So. <laughs>
1: Mr. is part Malk. Okay. I don't really care. <laughs> because he's a he's a big I always picture him as a main coon because he's really big, but okay. Mr. Mm. has plot armor to the degree of Joker immunity, probably because uh, Jim knows that if Mr. dies, we'll we're hold. He's right. gonna
0: he's gonna kill Mr. I think at some point to hurt us.
2: Nah, sure. I I don't know. He had his chance, right? He's had his chance yeah. a couple of times. So I mean you know, like burning down the apartment. Teased.
0: Yeah, but right. he's really saving it up, right? No, Mr. Safe guys, like look at all these chances. Like Right There's no
2: way. But I mean, he he took a, a swipe at him kind of in deadbeat, right? Because, you know, the apartment gets compromised and then, you know, definitely in changes, obviously. Um that's where Mr. the Third comes in, but uh, other than that, like I don't know, I mean, yeah, it would be fitting like Mr.'s the only one badass enough to die of old age in the whole Dresden files, so
1: yeah, and that's kind of where I think it's gonna go. I just yeah. whether or not we see something like that, who knows there's some people who are just going to be safe because they're too lovable for it, <laughs> I think that will be mister. Nobody will ever find out exactly what Mr. is. What is the point of this sentence? He's a cat. Mr. is an unbound avatar of an upper level God. Dear Christ, people.
2: Like the so, white God.
1: Yeah. So an upper level God once thought it appropriate to use Harry's dress robe as a litter box. Oh, here's this wonderful theory. Mister is absolutely non-magical. Congratulations. Yep. Yes.
0: Probably true.
1: Mister is a cat. Mister is Farovax. Okay. Oh. Moving on to Bob. What?
0: <laughs> Mister is. Farovax.
1: Right. Bob is he <laughs> who walks behind, or a piece of him. No. Yeah.
2: I just, I just, no,
1: (laughs) no on that one.
2: I don't, I don't want to.
1: You don't want to entertain the thought. Yeah. Like
2: this is one of those, like, is there anything even remotely to support this? And it looks like the answer is no, not to mention the fact that like Bob is relatively sane compared to an outsider, and has a pretty well developed backstory considering he is an outsider knight, you know? So, like, we know his origin, we just don't know his direct parentage. But I guess that's another thing, too, right? Like, didn't we, we got teased that in, in a word of Jim, right? So, um, was you that one of our questions or?
1: or something in one yeah. of the AMAs?
2: Yeah, the AMA, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So, and so, no, Just. done, <laughs>
1: stamped. It's Justin. Justin. Books. (laughs) Books Bob is a ghost. He's just been dead long enough that he may as well be a spirit. Joss repeatedly by word of God. I think they pay too much attention to the TV show, which was fun. I see. Bob formerly worked for Odin and was called Mimir. I can agree with this. Or Kvasir. But.
2: Okay. I mean, they they talk about Eddie and the Enchanter. So.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Odin was assisted by the decapitated, preserved head of Mimir, although sometimes it's. He learned uh, magic and meat and poetry, which are all sometimes the same thing from Kabasir, who was decapitated as well, I think.
2: So. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, I. This is one of those things where it's like, oh, well, they, they parallel, so they must be the same person or whatever, like Rashid noted Odin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, but, exactly, uh, because yeah, Rashid no, is think, his
1: dad, and, and Mag was his mom, and, and Rashid took it from the the Norn of Winter Skulled something or other, because they were all in the same place, and Odin and Bob, yeah, it all works out. <laughs>
2: right. So, yeah, I think Mimir is just another, you know, spirit of intellect, not necessarily Bob. Like, again, we we are pretty dialed into what Bob's origin is. So unless somebody's got a very elaborate lie, which I guess is possible, then no, you know. I, unless somebody got busy with Mimir and that was the spirit that the mortal... No, this is just getting weird. So should have quit while he was ahead? I don't...
1: Right. Well, yeah. when Jim says that Bob was put into a skull by Eddie and Enchanter, but Edian was not one of the parents but then like who was maybe he was just hanging around in someone's head for a long time or wandering in the never, never or something or other because he was only put into the skull by Eddie. And that doesn't give us an explanation of what happened before then.
2: Bob seems to be pretty fragile outside of the skull so I don't imagine he was just like running around for a couple of centuries on his own unless he was in the never never side, which I guess yeah. is possible.
1: But yeah, so he could be I somewhere mean, safe there. He, at some point he had to be around Mab or something to, to build up a grudge against her because
2: to learn how to kill mortals exactly. or immortals, right? But but that kind of belies the fact that it's like, okay, so again, we've we've got a cloud of potentially intersecting points. The reason why I'm talking about this though is is because the same kinds of things have been said about Bonea, right? Bonea potentially has, like, a database of knowledge that Lash would have had. She just doesn't know how to access it, and she doesn't know how to connect the dots and make them, like, functional, right? So she's got, what, 47, you know, recipes for pancakes. Pancakes are inanimate. You know whatever the, whatever the number is forty seven Star Trek number I just pulled it out of thin okay. Star Trek, but uh, but yeah so so she's got all of these recipes right but that doesn't mean she knows which ones are good and which ones we've got ingredients for until she like brings that in in a similar way like you know I'm guessing that's where Bob learned how to kill immortals is because again Mab is like one of the leading candidates for one of the parents so the other question is who was who was the other one probably not Edian but maybe you know, I don't know, like, would it, could it have been a knight? Could it have been a hundred other things or, or people, whatever, like some, I guess because we've met them both. Right. So it's gotta be somebody we know somehow. So maybe it was one of the senior council even for some reason. Right. Um, you know, like Langtree, you know, part of his seedy dark past, but, um, cause it again, like Eddie and the enchanter puts like the late 1700s. Isn't that it?
1: Something I thought was like earlier that.
2: than that. I thought it was like 1500s. So that starts to limit it down. That's more like Rashid's playground because he cheats. Exactly. So. Exactly. But what I'm saying is like, that's where Bob learned the immortality thing because he was part Mab, you know? So,
3: mm-hmm. well,
2: yeah.
1: Why are you excited about this? Because <laughs> Rashid and Mab made a baby, I think.
2: Because Odin made a baby. Yeah, yeah. So what totally, like, so so if be. what if
1: it wasn't bad? What if, if, if mama was Mother Winter? And something or other Yeah, I don't like, but she would definitely have all of that information. Sure. Of how to kill an immortal, how to kill everything, because she wants everything I mean, to die.
2: Yeah, it it doesn't, it doesn't no. Yeah. So not Mother Winter. I mean, it could be it could be like another, you know, high level fay though, right? So, um, but, but like you got to, you got to also consider like some of them are going to be limited based off of their mantle, right? So I gotta, I gotta guess that Mother Winter can't create babies any more than you know uh, Molly could, for example, uh. right? because that's not in her. That's not in her power base. Mab huh. seems to be able to, since you know she has kids. Um, potentially even after she ascended or whatever you want to call it, you know, assume the mantle, but...
1: Yeah, so. the... So we have a rough date as to when he was put in the skull, but do we have a rough date of his age? Bob? Yeah. No. I mean, okay. not until we find out,
2: you know, how long he was running around and...
1: um yeah, um, because then that would put like, what if it was Mother Winter before she was Mother Winter or something, or or because she was one of the original ones before Map ascended or something, and they all shifted upwards. But
2: if she's skulled, if she's you know, yeah. like if she's part of the Fates, then yeah. she she might have always been there, just with a different name, right? So, um, just during the Middle Ages, that's all they say. I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, there's possibilities. Like, right now, it kind of sounds like it, if it was a wizard, then, you know, two over. It, but it's somebody we've met. So unless it's somebody that we've met that's incognito, that kind of narrows it down to Rashid. So that's what I'm going to say right now is, like, it's, like, unless it's, like, cowl or somebody else that you wouldn't expect for some reason no. because we don't yeah. know enough of their backstory. Like, it's going to be, like, Rashid and Mab. So perks That's of uh, being on the job I guess, you know. So
1: I'm sure it helps well. with the the gates somehow.
2: They'll, right they'll right well it. the problem the problem was Rashid said stake out and Mapherd make out and the rest is history, so
1: Well, Rashid had a piece of the stone table. He was there.
2: Not necessarily, but okay. <laughs> I mean But he had a- I'm not saying that he couldn't have never been there. <laughs> I'm just saying he didn't necessarily get the stone table with like Oh, this is getting weird <laughs> like my
1: my inappropriate
2: jokes are starting to take off with me so I'm gonna invoke the filter and just be like
1: you know let's move on.
2: Like could you imagine him getting busy with Mab and he's over there with a chisel and a hammer just like anyway see this is anyway so
1: okay okay moving on. Molly will compensate for Harry's lack lacking strength with lasers. Or for lacking hairy strength with lasers. Okay, put the words in the right order and they make a little bit more sense. Because because light shows? Because light shows are helpful? Holomancy will someday grow to encompass light-em-up in hard-light tropes. Be- but now she doesn't need that because she's the winter lady and has tons of power, I guess. So, pointless. I don't even want to say Joss, it's just pointless. <laughs> Michael knew all along that Charity was one of Gregor's cult practitioners. Didn't he know that? Because she was one of the... He saved her
2: from the dragon? Yeah. I gotta imagine he knew a little bit about the guy who... Tied her up to the stake waiting to be eaten by a dragon. I
1: I mean... I know she didn't want to talk about her abilities or anything. Or any of the extent of what she did. That's why she was asking Harry not to tell either. But... I mean... Yeah, she was involved. Michael would have at least known that, whether or not she had magical ability or not.
0: Yeah, like, it's kind of like how Michael's little like every time Harry's like, "Michael, I've got to tell you this thing." Michael's like, "Yeah, I've known for ten years."
1: Yeah, the same thing with Molly too. It's like to certain Michael probably knows, and he's just not going to say anything to Charity until she's ready to talk about it, which might be never. An and he's okay with that because he's accepted. <laughs> yes, it's,
0: it's, it's, it's because he's money. My, That's so Michael's modus operandi. Actually,
1: yeah, no, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> Right. What's for dinner? Okay, and then this question: Bob's parents.
2: Right. We like talked we have... about this. Yeah. There's no no new information in this. They're they're assuming that Eddie and the Enchanter would have been the human parent. So then, there's yeah. so something. Is out
0: who's the, the only way to reject an uh, an like a spirit of intellect.
2: Sure, but I mean, and that's still out there, right? We don't know for sure, but at the same time, like we also have word of Jim that that is pretty much how a spirit of intellect gets created. Right. So it's like, it's, it's not necessarily still the only way, but it seems to be a pretty strong indication. Tell you what, mm. if you want a new and unique AMA or, you know, convention question, you can ask what are all the different ways that a spirit of intellect could be created? Boom. You'd add something to the fandom. So, you know,
0: or you can ask about, the story about how his first novel was published. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, dead. I'm dead. Wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Last one on friends is Butters is a descendant of David. Uh, isn't that kind of implied for Jews? Most of it. Right. <laughs> I don't remember I mean, much of yes. Judaism.
2: This, this is a, like a retrograde theory, right? Because this goes back to Harry trying to figure out who should potentially inherit the swords and that you know all of the knights seem to be descended from great kings in the past and whatever mm-hmm. which whatever you know like you know so yes sure butters is a descendant of david why not
1: all right so, moving on to harry's family malcolm dresson was murdered and then harry finds out about it and confronts who did it he will say my name is harry dresson you killed my father prepare to die of course he would say that as a reference but who killed malcolm well the next one wants to prep a, a idea of demorne murdered harry's father except when malcolm died harry was in the uh, foster uh, orphanage for like a handful of years we could have just tidied that up a little bit there's no need to stick him in the foster care if something did kill him. Mean, we know it was
0: foul play for, yeah it was like, for but, harry's dad. but i don't,
1: but I guess, don't think it was- the evidence where DeMorne specifically doesn't seem to be right.
2: Yeah. Well, I agree. obviously it's called orphan laundering, right? So once you off their parents, then you've got to put the orphan in the system for a couple of years so that there's no strings attached, so that when you pull him out of the system, they don't think it was you.
0: DeMorn actually just really needed that government check.
2: Right. But I thought Malcolm's death was like vanilla,
3: Right.
0: It's been said somewhere in the books, it escapes me who says it, how, where, when, but it is like hinted that your dad's Chancy. death was not a natural chance. Yeah, right. That's all the way back then.
2: Yeah, but he's also a dirty fucking liar versus like word of Jim, which, you know, I know some of you think that he's also a dirty fucking liar.
1: Well, he's definitely yeah. a dirty you know, fucking liar. He lied liar. to my face. We'll get over that. About what? Like, what about it? I specifically asked when do we see Mavra again, and he said "mirror, mirror," and so I didn't expect Mavra to be in uh, peace talks battleground, and there she was doing necromancy.
2: Oh well, being the dr- that, being that the drummer bitch. Shit changes, man. Like, yeah,
1: that's lied to my face.
2: I, whatever. I don't think. I'm just saying that one's not very egregious to me, right? Like, you know, it it, it was probably like, well, shit, we better have Dracul in this, and then who's going to be with him? Well, shit, I guess it's going to be Mavra, you know. He probably had it on his big board of facts to be like, shit, I told that one chick in that one, you know,
1: podcast
2: that yeah, she wasn't showing up all the way. Her way her.
1: That's like, ha ha
0: ha. What a cool way to set Dracul up, though. Like, have Mavra it's... be his drummer, bitch.
2: <laughs> it doesn't yeah, seem Mavra to be was the
1: least.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I maybe, know, maybe so, what I think we know of, of Malcolm is that he was a vanilla mortal, but his death was foul play, according to Jim. So, who did the foul play? Big giant question mark.
0: yeah i think that's actually nice it's hard to to, to know would even guess at probably like okay. there's a lot of factions that could have been kind of been involved but it's probably someone we know right that's that's a good story real
1: right it's cal it's probably cal the next couple are getting really dumb, so just prepare yourself. Harry's real father is one of the as-unmet, uh, yet-unmet denarians.
2: Next. <laughs> like, that one just makes me want to throw up on my mouth a little bit. Like, next one what is why? even
1: stupider, in my opinion. Harry's father yeah. was actually Uriel. Well,
2: you know, when you're running around... Sowing plagues and stuff like that you gotta sow some wild oats sometimes too that's just everybody knows that it's what the author would do there got it in this episode so
1: it's in his style just mm, i don't even want to read any of that okay
2: yeah also i forgot in which book but kincaid says that he is as human as dresden shortly afterwards it is revealed that kincaid is the hellhound and decidedly not human
1: is it possible that kincaid was lying <laughs>
2: Nobody lies. No, in the Harry's not human. He's a wizard.
0: <laughs> he lives for three hundred years on average.
2: Right, like that's that's a thing. Like I think Kincaid is easily a scion, right? Whereas like he's poking at Dresden not being straight vanilla mortal. Like I mean, Harry is right. His parents were theoretically anyway, but like because of wizard, he's not really right. And so like that's where I think like Kincaid because is being cheeky. Of
1: wizard but, because of yeah. Starborn. Right. I mean who knows what any of that is doing.
3: <laughs> right. Okay.
1: Margaret Le Fay engineered Harry's birth of special powers to atone for some mistake she did during her bad girl days.
3: Eh. next.
2: Yeah. yeah I she, just, she clearly we,
1: engineered the birth. Right. But
2: we not, don't know anything about that. Like that's part of the problem. Like there's no evidence whatsoever, you know. You know shit. We it just in intersected with Dune a little bit. Margaret is Jessica. Yeah, yeah, that's what she did. Margaret found out about you know the the Starborn thing and the Fulcrum, and she decided she had to have it or whatever. So she yeah. had, you know, she purposely set up the birth in such a way.
1: Like, she that's had what a she's reasonable bet, arrived... maybe even engineered, that her child was going to be a powerful wizard. And right. she could time it as to, this is going to happen at this time, he's going to be born on Halloween, he's going to be a starborn. Right. Voila. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Margaret's murder was part of the timing to make Terry's starborn. Are these just the same bits that we were already talking about? Because uh, entropy curse something or I don't know. Yes, timing mattered. Timing mattered, both in her death and her birth and everything. All right. Now getting on to Margaret Lafay was a changeling. Maybe. We no. Well no. We know Did that Ebenezer, his wife was,
2: is she is she a bastard? Nerd did Ebenezer get funky with somebody else because we know Ebenezer's wife was plain vanilla mortal.
1: At some point, so. I don't fully remember where, but they clarified that Ebenezer's wife may not have been her mother.
0: I do not remember having ever heard this before.
1: I, The encyclopedia isn't here because he's doing Thanksgiving things <laughs> with his family.
2: Fucking... You Americans <laughs> your Thanksgivings he's probably more like doing Christmas shopping or something like mm. I, I, unless he's doing like a family Thanksgiving on the weekend,
1: like I, but that's nobody's what I, I celebration lasts three days. So I mean, it <laughs> can, if you want it to, it's just but sure. podcasts, podcasts are important, man. Yeah, I need the encyclopedia. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, part of a lot of people are just going to be swayed on the fact that Margaret's name was Lafay, except for it wasn't. Um That was a nickname.
2: You didn't read far enough yet. So Mm-mm.
1: at what point are you twigging about?
2: Heck, maybe Leah is Margaret's mother. That would make Leah Harry's grandmother, would explain why she was the one who Margaret turned to when she got into trouble and why she would be willing to make her Harry's godmother. This would certainly explain why Thomas was burned when Leah kissed him in grave peril at the party no, if is- she knew that his that she was his grandmother and she loved him. The burn is inevitable. No, no, no. Parent- parental love for a child doesn't shield against race because it's not love between equals. A grandmother What the fucking fuck?
0: <laughs> like- that is actually never established, but it is it is it's true love, right? It's hinted as romantic love, not not. Yeah, no, it's
1: it's romantic it's- love because they're also trying to subvert it with porn. Oh,
2: okay. Hold on this this one's personal, so I have to read the final bullet point in this section. Ebenezer is short and stocky. Harry's height isn't coming from him. Leah, on the other hand, is super tall. Okay, so first of all, she's Faye. She's as tall as she wants to be. She's probably as tall as her station is. Seems to be some of the math into it. But this became personal because my grandfather would be of a similar build as Ebenezer, right? My grandfather was like five and a half feet tall. My dad was like six foot two, pretending to be six foot four whole time. this whole time. He married my mom, who was 5'10", and I'm above six feet, right? But it's pretty funny because my grandfather is so, so short compared to, you know, what my dad was and what I was or what I am. Um, that you know, his my dad's sister also came out kind of average height. She always harassed him about stealing all the height in the family because basically it's like my dad's entire family is average height, but he came out above six feet tall. Um, yeah. You know, so just saying it doesn't have to be fucking magic unless I'm really pissed off that my grandfather didn't tell me he was an archmage. Like, so mad. He's actually.
1: <laughs> it's because you're a fucking scrimp dude. Right? But but fucking tell me that too, so (laughs) I mean, when Harry sees Margaret in the the soul gaze and blood rights she's tall, she's flat footed but she's like six foot which is tall for a woman so she has height from somewhere it doesn't need to come from Ebenezer and there's uh, all sorts of things about what malnutrition as a child and shit like that, if he's 300 something years old, what was nutrition like back then? fair uh yeah um people want genetics to work predictably and it doesn't but uh, leah can burn thomas's neck in grave peril for many reasons and through many methods it does not need to be because she's in love well the
2: yeah the problem is it's we've got occam's razor for that already like five minutes ago, she had a big meal that involved love. And then she kissed somebody. Have you ever eaten spicy food and then kissed somebody? Like, I'm just saying. Like, that's all that needs to be there. But somehow, Leah's a changeling, had a baby with Margaret, and just all these... Sorry, I know I'm getting all the crazy Wait, she, confused, but... She did a <laughs> <You know, right? laughs> Look, she's Faye. Hey, she can do whatever she wants. So... But... I it's guess just, yeah. It doesn't make any sense for like this tiny thing that has basically had no no impact on the story like whatsoever outside of the book it was in and here we are what 10 plus years later and we're still talking about it. I just I think that's funny. So
1: As support um, for Margaret being a changeling is because she was an outcast because changelings are not accepted by either. I think changelings are accepted just as well, but she was an outcast because she didn't enjoy the rules as Lucio described.
2: Yeah. Well, and she was properly a wizard though, right? Like the difference, I think they're they're funneling Summer Night in the kids there, right? Because Meryl and Fix and whatever. Yeah, those you know, kids all...
1: were picked on. Right. But changelings at large, I think, are okay. Right. Or maybe they're not. Maybe they're, they are just perpetual victims of whoever, well, who wants. But it, it's like, until it, you it, choose.
0: It seems also like that's that's kind of like, um, depends on who their parent is. If we look at the red cap, he does not give a shit about his kid. Right. Uh, but Mab clearly still has f- affection for her children. Her changeling child as well. So I think that that's up to, that's not, that, uh, there's not a wide rule for the fae how they act with their children. That's, so there is parents who protect them and parents who don't.
1: Yeah. The next one is Harry and Thomas have more siblings out there. Because fucking why?
2: Well, you see, because Leah,
1: no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because, because, they they everything must be threes.
0: Shit, that's a good point.
1: Oh my God, don't even joke about that. people will take it too seriously. Same thing with Harry's children. Shit, that's a good. This point. is all. This is
2: all hinged off of something that Nicodemus said to him.
1: Of youngest like, because yeah. you're the youngest. Yes, but no, you can have a youngest in a binary of two. Yes, but what they say however, you don't use youngest always like instead of two. Okay, yes. you yes, don't. You do. <laughs> yeah. And can you trust what Nicodemus says? Depends. Uh.
2: I mean, has he ever lied to Harry? Plenty of times. Has he? Actually, hold on. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I <sighs> thought. You're just shooting shit out of your mouth, aren't you? <laughs> but I mean, like... For reals, though, like I feel like he's always kind of been on the level with Harry. I can't, okay. So, in skin game, he probably wouldn't
1: have lied because of playing by Mad's rules, but in say small favor, uh, no, he did mostly lie by omission and like deception of like come talk to me for 10 minutes in this room and don't pay attention to what's happening over there. That's not, it's not speaking an untruth, it's right distraction. He, uh, well, I mean, he he did literally
2: good. waylay an angelic messenger to lie to the knights, but... By omission, you know, and not so to that, Harry, like, you know, when you say, like, so. speaking
1: truth versus just don't say these words that really change the meaning of something, it can be...
0: That's just kind of his... That's A fairy can, can lie maybe. by
1: omission. A fairy cannot speak an untruth. Right. And if Nicodemus is playing by the same rules for whatever reason, maybe just by habit, then they would do things differently. Yeah. If you want to be a grammar Nazi about it, people arguing about grammar on TV shows is just delicious. Uh,
2: Are we going to finish this section?
1: Uh, (laughs) Who knows? Uh, I'm betting on at least one changeling sibling because she's called the Fae for a reason. After all, I'm also betting that the, the, the brother named Richard because Tom, Dick, and Harry. That is the level of evidence we are getting. I'm the fine. Thomas I swear has the power if This to rule turns the white into a court. three
2: stooges joke. Like 20 fucking books just to get the three stooges or something. Like
1: how many books for the Anvil joke to land? <laughs> there does seem to be a promise that Thomas is going to rule the white court at some point because something he survived so far. Leah's probably going to die because now she's hooked up with Harry. Lara? Thank I think you, you Sophia. I yeah. did say Leah. You're right. Yeah,
2: she's the other freaky chick banging Harry to have changeling offspring. Like, who knows? Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> because of course they're going to bang, even though probably not. Thomas wasn't nearly as shaken by the events of Turncoat as was suggested and was faking his face heel turn to become a spy in the White Court. Eh, He might make a good position for himself, but that seemed to seriously affect him, as it should, because that was horrible.
2: He was tortured, a lot. Like, Lots but he was faking it. Like, this <laughs> just sounds gross. Just saying it out loud, like.
1: Yeah, I mean, he bounces in back to more or less normal and changes because. There was a crisis on their hands and they, you don't have time for trauma. You must deal with the child that is going to be sacrificed and kill you.
2: Yeah. I mean, he literally was doing the Mopey vampire thing until Harry said, you know, I've got spawn and we need to save it. And then Thomas was like, to the mission, yeah. you know, like,
1: it's like I thought you were just so. trying to save my immortal soul again.
2: <laughs> right. But, but also, I mean, Thomas's situation's a little bit different from like, you know, if you and I were tortured in a similar way because he's actually a predator, right? So it's like, you know, we're torturing a lion by force-feeding it meat to get it off of its tofu diet, right? So, like, there there is some, some room for him, like, coming to terms with the fact that this is part of his nature. But as far as, like, you know, how it's portrayed, it, it's basically just straight-up torture, right? You know, it's just yeah. like... You know, even even the Negloshi was gloating about it. And I mean, he's evil. He knows evil. So, you know, I'll trust him on that. But yeah, okay. pretending Thomas was faking it. I I don't
1: know. Thomas is now possessed by an outsider parasite. <coughs> Except if that were true, then Peace Talk Battlegrounds wouldn't need to happen the way it would necessarily.
0: It's probably supposed posted before then. Oh, yeah. So Josh. Almost yeah. Actually.
1: All right. Ebenezer McCoy is aware of Thomas and that he is Harry's brother.
2: Seems like no, at least until. No, I mean, he still doesn't, right? Because the
1: reveal happened in peace talks, right? Because that's why they had to. Oh yeah, that's right.
2: That's when he like, yeah. Then he He, like blows his chest. Harry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Harry's grandmother was one of the summer court. Maybe even one of the Queens. Excuse me. Well, summer. I don't
2: know. Was she, was she Leah or was she somebody else? Like, was she Titania? <laughs> yes, right. That's why she's so mad. You killed your Aunt. not... Yeah, right? Like, how would that work? If you're the grandchild and you... Yeah, I guess... Aunt. Yeah, I'm not sure.
1: But there's a... If if Margaret was a child of a summer fae, then why was she so attached to Leah, the winter fae?
2: Why Sarissa who was the daughter
1: of the winter. The casualty of chess pieces, essentially.
2: Well, I'm just saying, like, it's not like a precedence or something, but, you know, you're starting to make this sound like some kind of like 9-11 truth or conspiracy where it's like, you know, why, why is the daughter of the winter court suddenly the, the lady of the summer court? It's an inside job. I mean, kind of like Maeve was inside. She killed her, but.
1: Yeah. And then the next one is Titania is Margaret Lefebvre's mother. It's like you, you people speak they to each other. The same thing, right. Summer Court and then Titania. So they get more specific.
2: Honestly, I, I would almost just allow it just because it'd be funny as shit at this point that like Titania hates him so much be, and they're like somehow blood related. But no, like again,
1: I, no. It's just, I, it doesn't work that way. Ebenezer messed with Harry's mind to make him more obedient to him. No. I doubt it. Technically possible because black stuff, whatnot, but but no.
2: Yeah. So Ebenezer also doesn't exactly seem like the guy who's got the subtlety that seems to be implied and required with mind magic, right? Ebenezer yeah. is a hammer. So if he went mucking around in your in your brain with his grubby little fingers, you're not coming out the same. So okay. yes, it's technically possible. Andy's old, Andy's like an archmage and whatever, but like Ebenezer is the kind of guy that likes to hit things with a hammer because it is a straightforward solution, you know, like yeah. I I don't see him as doing a lot of subtlety. <laughs> so
1: Ebenezer is descended from Merlin because of the the journals. Okay. I like those, the journals.
2: Yeah. I mean I I still think it's more of the Yoda line myself but you know so he's not necessarily like the blood of Merlin but you know he certainly yeah. went to school with him more or less you know yeah for an analogy
1: <laughs> Maggie Dresden will marry Harry Carpenter Okay I doubt it because adorable to- it's adorable let's well-
2: let's think happy thoughts so Just, oh Just no fuck fuck you. Are you kidding me? Like <laughs> God. The next one. The parasite, parasite will be named will be named Olive? Are you shitting me? Like, why would you even write that out? Because like...
1: wood. <laughs> because the olive wood. I mean Ashley is a better name for that because the Ash is also a wood, I think.
2: Oh, we're talking about Bonea. I thought we were talking about like yeah. Nemesis or something. We're oh. like, the the evil villain of the entire series is named Olive.
1: Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah, they're talking about Harry's family. We're in the section of Harry's family. His blood relatives.
2: Well, it's not it like non-blood blood has come up because of Thomas and a few other things. So, like that is possible. And for all we know, Nemesis is Harry's grandmother. Okay, that's going to be one that we're going to read in two things. So.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> sure. He who walks beside was Margaret's mom, and yeah, yeah, this works out great. <laughs>
2: He who walks beside was Margaret's mother. Just wanted to say that again yeah. slower for those score. Yeah, yes, so
1: there, there was another version of Justine that Ebenezer fell for. <laughs> so, this works out.
2: so we don't call them outsiders because they are outside of reality. We call them outsiders because they've come out of the closet, okay? So
3: little,
2: little did we know that Jim was actually the most progressive author of all time because... <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> right, right. This is talking about Bonea before Bonea was named So this is, this is just old. Okay. Margaret Lafay was it, building an army of evil supernaturals for a good cause. What? Yeah, I, some um... kind of suicide squad? Are you proud of yourself for that? Yes.
2: I'm so happy. <laughs> like how, how many times can you make a suicide squad reference and it's actually good and relevant? Like, can... oh geez
1: because she was running around the ways and
2: aligning with bad guys the worst part about this is that the the bones are there but i think margaret is not the right person margaret is not an amanda waller just saying however the fact that harry yeah right but but more like even still not MAB, the fact that Harry has control of the inmates in Demon Reach, that's basically what's gonna happen, right? Like they didn't run around making a bunch of alliances so that they can fight for team reality, even though that also is out there, right? Because that's what I say about Nicodemus, mm. is that Nicodemus, as misguided as he is, is still on team reality, team reality right? Yeah. So you might still see some of that in the BAT. <clears throat> But I think we're really going to watch, you know, Harry ride a kaiju into battle because he's going to pull it out of Demon Reach or whatever, right? And so, in a way, that's there. It's just not Margaret doing it, you know? So, <laughs> Dalton really wants me to say the lines. I so. know, I
1: know. <laughs> it's kind of adorable. Yeah. <sighs> Excellent. Stay the, the dress- line, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> The Dresden family came from Dresden, Germany, and/or survived or escaped the bombing. I, it's Malcolm Dresden's family must have just been from Dresden, but there's no way that you can say for certain that they survived the bombing. There's just, they just had the name.
2: We know how he got the name. (laughs) There doesn't need to be an in-universe explanation, like
1: yeah, it's just a just name.
2: We know we know how Murphy got her name from her dad, so you know, like that's all we need to know, (laughs) like.
1: Ebenezer's loathing for white court vampires first arose because his marriage was spoiled by one of them. Not because a white vampire actually uh, killed his wife or even seduced her. If that were the reason, Ebenezer wouldn't have been able to stomach attending a dinner. It's. It's a. What? Well, no. It's just because they killed his daughter. It's like people haven't read the books or this is old probably old right yeah i
2: i mean it seems a little bit more longer and personal than that but i guess i mean i guess that's a very simple and straightforward explanation you know that he hates them because you know he thinks they got to to margaret so but
1: yeah but that's not his marriage
2: no yeah no i i know i'm just yeah Just his hate in general is what I'm thinking about. Like, this this is nonsense. So, I mean, because I, what was the, uh, was Krakatoa was the one he blew up? You know, like, I'm pretty sure that was the time somebody, you know, fucking killed his wife.
1: No, not Krakatoa. I think it was somewhere in Madrid. That was... Madrid, right. Okay. I think so. I think that was the one that he did when they killed his wife or hurt her or something. Um, The encyclopedia is not here
2: right yeah
1: um
0: and how dare he
1: yeah podcasts matter family doesn't go (laughs) with. harsh harsh (laughs)
2: look if it makes you feel better he probably didn't want to be there either i hope his family's not watching because that's just funny so but um major eruptions there are a bunch like during places he could have been doing it but none that I kind of like yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um yeah, I'd be I'd be curious for sure and like we know he did So he was at, didn't, so like in the list of his things, he was talking about Tunguska as well, right? But then we Mm -hmm. also found out that Tunguska was the last time that a dragon got killed, so. On the mortal realm. Right, yeah, right, because supposedly Michael killed one also, like capital D, you know. Yeah. I, I I would like to clean that up because that's some stuff that I feel like is a little fuzzy, you know from
1: Jim's okay. side. But. Uh, I found in some uh, archive on the subreddit was, I had one basic question on the, some of the Ebenezer fight. So was the New Madrid earthquake event Ebb's first act uh, as a job or for Black staff or something? Did Ebb accidentally kill his wife during said event? What was the reason for the event? What begins or circumstances, whatever? Um, yeah, so it was the New Madrid one earthquake in 1811, was- right. where something right. bad happened to his wife. And he lost it. Right. All right. We have successfully gone through the friends and family section. That means that there's only one section left, and that is just Harry. It's all going to be about Harry, and it's going to be annoying. But I get to laugh at it, so...
2: some motherfuckers are always trying to
1: ice skate uphill there (laughs) All right. so next time we're doing Harry for Justin I don't even know if we agreed to what we're doing for next week for while we weren't recording because I think people were complaining people being Andreas
2: you're complaining about the Muppets I have, yeah, it's. I don't care about Muppets at all. Like nobody I gives a shit about your gangster movie, but we fucking watch that too. Sure,
0: like I, just have no, I have no, I have no relation to the Muppets.
2: So I'm bring not... it. So bring, bring all your hate. Tell us how it's not perfect. So we can fight you. It's got Michael freaking Is Kane it? in it, man. I watched it last week. I'm gonna watch it again. Yes. We're doing, we're doing. I'm not seeing this one specifically.
1: Right. That's what EG said. That's what he wanted. I've not seen this one. I remember Muppets when I was a kid, but it's just... I didn't have an aversion to it the way Andrea seemed to, but then he shared in the Discord of what his version of Muppets was in his childhood, and it was an atrocity that can only come from communism.
2: Yeah, so tell us more about how your childhood was filled with prehensile penises, and then we'll (laughs) argue about which one's better for children, the Muppets or that shit. (laughs) That's
0: not my childhood. That's, That's the current kid's (laughs) yeah. <laughs> I, mean, t- t- I think it's something about teaching body positivity or something, I'm not
3: sure.
2: Yes. I too wish for a day where my penis will save children everywhere. Please don't True. kill me or cancel me for that shit. I was obviously being sarcastic, you fucks. So
0: <laughs> FBI's already on their way to... I,
2: I know, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. All we I noticed, got, like, I got we have so one dedicated viewer, which is the FBI. Right.
2: Hey man, is Logan my FBI FBI agent? Oh, I'm so proud of him. I wish he would have told me sooner. Uh... All right, well.